0: Hi, I'm Jacob.
1: And I'm Jessica.
0: Welcome to It, the podcast where we make wild guesses about fake TV crimes.
1: Without any clues, context, or apparently accuracy. All right, let's find out.
0: Who was right.
1: Who was wrong.
0: And who is dead. Once again, we're going back to the 80s. We're are like we, we are. Yeah. We're going back to the eighties.
1: What are you 80s. talking about? We're going to the eighteen oh. <laughs> eighties. <laughs> no, so we're going, 1880s. we're going to the You're 1880s. we We're going to the eighteen
0: eighties. The dream of the steampunk is still alive in the eighteen eighties. Yes. However, this is not a steampunk show. This is not a steampunk show. It is just a straight historical drama yes. that we are watching. So we are going to be watching Miss Scarlet and the Duke.
1: Yes
0: which yeah. takes place I believe in 1882 and has all the fabulous dresses and evening wear you could ever hope to imagine.
1: Yeah, yeah. It is. It looks pretty fantastic.
0: The main character on this is Miss Scarlett. What is her first name? Eliza? Yeah. So Eliza Scarlett is our private detective, the London's first female private detective in 1882.
1: Didn't actually exist, sorry.
0: Right. Ah. Oh, you had to go and do you had to go and just pop that bubble, just write that just like that. Yeah. Just no warning, just boom, spoilers. Again, I should be used to this by now. Just spoilers all the time. There you go. She didn't actually exist. I have a question for you, though. Sure. Before we go too much further on this. I love the steampunk. I love the Victorian Edwardian era. I love mm-hmm. the silhouette. I love the clothes. I just dig it. For some reason, I'm just like, ooh, that's great. It gets me a little <laughs> buzzy. But they've made a really big deal about the fact that she has pockets.
1: Yeah. Pockets.
0: So here's my question for you. Would you wear period dresses if it meant you had pockets? Or would you wear... Modern dresses, no pockets. You have to choose. Which do you choose? Period dresses with pockets forever or modern dresses with no pockets forever?
1: Oh my gosh, Jacob. So what there you a go. Question. There
0: you go. Pockets or not, Jessica?
1: Wow. You know, I'm kind of a sheeple. Okay. Uh, because I'm a sheep, is what that means. Because I. We like sheep. Well, yeah. But the thing is that I like fashion. And so I like to follow fashion. And mm. even though it does annoy me that the pockets don't actually work in a lot of women's clothes. And if they give you a pocket, I will actually, or if they give me a pocket, sometimes I will actually go and sew it up because I don't like it being baggy around my hips in a weird place uh-huh. or being baggy around my stomach I have seen you do this. I have seen you do this. Yeah. So um, so, you're,
0: what you're saying is, is you're like, just give me a purse. I'm fine. I don't actually need pockets. You'll go with the you'll go with the modern dress.
1: I, I mean I hate it. I <laughs> I, I, wear, I try to you know I try to go light in the you know crossbody bag thing, but I do like a full. I mean, <laughs> the thing is that the full skirts are great with the big pot with the pockets, mm-hmm. but then you know to make the silhouette look right. Mm-hmm. I mean. "Quote unquote," right? Sure. Then you have to wear a corset and have everything splash out the top, like you're a vase or you're a female <laughs> vase or something. Is everything splashed out of the top. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Splash out of the top or splash out at the bottom, and so that's where it's sort of. I don't want to wear. I don't want really want to wear a corset. Yeah, oh, that's. I, I like mean, that's
0: it. that's the thing. So yeah. I
1: mean, as it is, I'm kind of like really willing to take my bra off at the end of the day. <laughs>
0: Let it all just relax.
1: Yeah. You're at home, I mean, relax. Why not? Do you think you'd, you'd want to wear a bra and a corset? What, what what would you do, Jacob? Let's turn the question around on you. Sure, sure, sure. No, I think,
0: honestly, dealing with the fact that it is currently 104 during the day in LA right now, <laughs> I have to say that no. All of those layers upon layers of, like, leggings and then undergarments and then underskirts and then wool frickin' skirts, no. Yeah. No, thank you. No, thank you, please. 1880s, just a little bit yeah. different. For example, instead of cars, do you know what they had in the 1880s? They had horses and carriages. No. I know. It's bonkers. It's all this craziness happening.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I never... Hear, you rarely hear people talk about the horses in these kinds of shows. Like, how many horses did do you have to have on set for for a, for these scenes? Mm-hmm. Where people are coming in and out of carriages or... Arriving. Oh my god. I'm totally going to be watching scenes. for
0: live horses. Now. Yeah, because there are so many of these street scenes which with like green screen and blue screen and like making all the computer graphics of London yeah. it, like there's they're very definitely like on stages and cutting things off at certain points well, I wonder like how much of the
1: on on location in Ireland. apparently. Oh, okay. So some of those are actually locations but yeah, I mean still
0: all right, so what's the over/under for horses on this show then?
1: Oh my gosh, why did we not do that before? We're, we're doing
0: it now. Okay, here we're we are. Doing it now. Over/under for the horses uh, and Miss Scarlet.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna say. Oh, I'm gonna say four horses.
0: That's fine. I was gonna of put the, the apocalypse because it's put
1: the point. final episode. Yeah, it, of so the we are
0: season. we are watching the the season finale for se- season one. Yes. I was gonna put the point at five, so you'll take the under with four. Yeah. Um, I, I oof, see. I, I'm, I'm a little upset. I put the point at five because I also wanted to guess five. I'll take the over. Okay. I'll take the over. Oh, you know what? You know what? I'm gonna. I'm gonna set the point at four and a half. Oh,
1: four okay. Four and a half and horses.
0: So, so you'll take the I under to, with four. Guess, okay. And I'll take the over at five. Okay. There we go. So, what well, you know what? We should actually talk about the show here. We should instead of talking about the horses and the time period, we should actually talk about the show. Yes. So, Jessica, why don't you tell us about the show?
1: Okay. So the logline is Eliza Scarlet joins forces. With a Scotland Yard inspector to solve crime in 19th century London. That is a ton of S's.
0: That really was. I
1: just gotta say.
0: Good job. Good I job with the sibilance. I tried hard not
1: to it up, but I really.
0: I think was you did hard great. To miss. So I've got my bingo card ready. Yes. What have we got?
1: Crime and drama, just two.
0: Just two. Well, this got, you got IMDb to put. Period
1: was really stingy.
0: This this yeah. one stingy. So I would got to you got to say a little bit of not a little bit like period. Yeah. Period drama. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Got to say a little bit of romance. There's yeah. definitely a will they won't they with uh, Miss Scarlett and the Duke. And yeah. you know they're gonna. Mm-hmm. What, well, what maybe you, okay, in this okay. Well, episode. what what was that? What was that? Hmm.
1: Well, I, I just I think that they're gonna try to draw this out their relationship. Okay. They're gonna try to you know he You wanna. You don't want him to Gotta kiss in the last. first season. Don't you it's kind of like in The Office, it takes them to like the third season to like admit anything. No, that's that not like true. That's not true. They totally kiss
0: at the end of the first season of The Office.
1: Well, they kiss, but there you then go. he goes away. Because well, he, yes, he, he says she can't possibly be with him.
0: Correct. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I bet they're going to kiss this episode. They may not get together this episode, but I bet well, they'll kiss in the season bet, finale. Well, prop bet, Jacob. Okay. I guess I'm you're going
1: taking to, the side. I'm taking,
0: I'm pro-kissing.
1: Okay. I, I, am, I am
0: pro-kissing.
1: I'm saying it's not going to happen.
0: No kissing. Okay, <laughs> That is great. my bet. But this, okay, we have to we also have to talk about this. Miss Scarlet and the Duke,
1: cousins. I mean, not technically.
0: Not technically. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <Because> <laughs> I, was, I was, like, wondering, like, how many cousins removed in England this could possibly be. Yeah. But they're not technically cousins. Well... Please tell me what he, the relationship they is. They
1: do, in this show, They in this first season, keep calling... Each other cousins. Yes, but at, apparently the internet and PBS are full of saying that he is actually a, a, sort of like a, a an urchin, or is this? a foundling, a foundling that lost his parents and was adopted by Henry Scarlett, Eliza's father, mm-hmm. and encouraged and mentored to become mentored. the police Let's inspector Let's say that
0: mentored he is. by Eliza's father. Let's why, not why say adopted.
1: Oh, adopted? Yeah. Oh, so they're not brother and (laughs) sister? Yeah, exactly.
0: Let's let's not make that even closer together. (laughs) Yeah. This is not that kind of podcast.
1: His name is William Wellington, a.k.a. the Duke. He was a fatherless child of the London streets... When Henry Scarlet saw promise in the boy and took him under his wing, mentoring him as he rose through the police academy to become detective inspector. Because before Eliza's father was a a well-known private investigator, he had been in the police force, and here in the first season, we don't know why... He left the police force to become a private investigator. Or maybe we do. Maybe they. We had don't really. A they've, they've maybe hinted it. at
0: the fact that like there's there's. He
1: couldn't take it anymore. Or something well, there's or a couple different like
0: threads going on here. There's oh, a little okay. bit of there's a little bit of he was. There's hints that he was a bit of an alcoholic. That he was a bit of a drunk. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so that may have pushed him off the force. But there's also hints that he was looking into things that he maybe shouldn't have been looking into. So he kind of got pushed off the force that way. And that is also, like, he has he continued to, like, uncover things in his private investigator life that were best left unsaid, which is, honestly, he, which is what we learned in the last episode. So there are six episodes. And in episode five, we learned that he did not die of natural causes, that he was killed by this criminal gang who was running a counterfeiting ring that he had fallen upon. So... Mm -hmm so coming into this last episode that we're going to watch eliza is dead set on finding out who did this and why and the duke is not going to be able to stop her but there she's going to she's trying to not redeem that's what she's trying to do she's trying to redeem her father's legacy but also find out for her own personal reasons how it happened yes and during all of this like the duke has had to like wrestle with his own ambition to get ahead in the police force, which he keeps getting passed over because he's not of the right class, literal class of society in Britain. And he didn't serve in the army with all these other people who are coming in and taking over hot spots in the police force. So now he is kind of like thrown in with her to a certain extent as well, because he's just like, I'm gonna find out who did this, even though his police chief is telling him not to do it. Gosh darn mm-hmm. it! He just is, has to know the truth, and he's gonna—he's a rogue cop. He's not gonna take it anymore. Yeah. So that's that trope.
1: Yeah. Despite the fact that everything in the first couple episodes of the season, he is like Eliza, stop it, Eliza. This is not your place. Police work is just boring. It's for the men, and it's for the men. Yes, he. It's actually hard to watch. It really does. The first
0: first couple episodes, I really do just harp on the fact that he's just like no. Stay out of this. It's men's work, not women's work. And he drinks a lot of whiskey. There yeah. is a lot of and whiskey being they drunk. they say
1: in P- the PBS website, they full on are like, he's a womanizing police inspector. <laughs> and I, we never see him we with never other, see other the women, womanizing, she yeah. talks to him uh, like it all the time. Huh. Well, it, it, drinking and womanizing? I mean, he's really more of an alcoholic Definitely than more of an alcoholic, anything. so. Or... An alcohol appreciator,
0: <laughs> at least. <laughs> He's an alcohol appreciator.
1: So I'll, I'll tell you the straight-up log line. I mean, this you episode? already Please, kind of yes. roughed it out. But Eliza pieces the puzzle together to find out what really happened to her father. Moses has lots of criminal connections, which makes him a suspect during the investigation, but it could turn out to be someone who has been right under the Duke's nose. And this aired in May of 2020, but then in the US, it actually aired February 2021.
0: So we should also explain, Jessica mentioned that Mm -hmm. all the evidence points to Moses. Moses fills the space of the guy who's on the underground, who's in the criminal element, and maybe you can trust him, maybe he's a good guy, and maybe you can't. And Eliza kind of won his confidence over in the first two, three episodes. At the end of the second episode, he was going to be her henchman, and go out and like collect the money that all the men that she was working for yeah. w- weren't paying her. Her shark. Her shark. Yeah. But then, like, the duke kind of just said, "Nope, you can't have him around. He's not the. He's not a good person to have well, in your I life." Well, I'm not sure
1: that he even told her that he got rid of him because uh, Moses came to the house, her house, mm-hmm. and the housekeeper. Said, "Oh, we we shouldn't have him around." But she just tells the Duke surreptitiously, "Oh, somebody's at the door for you." And then says, "says that to the to, to the, the Duke, Duke, like you've got to get rid of this guy." Which housekeeper, hello, stay out of uh, this. It's not your business,
0: right? And the housekeeper's uh, the housekeeper. It fulfills the the role of butler, like Alfred yes. to Eliza's uh, Batman. Yeah. So she's uh, like she knows a little bit more than she says, and she's definitely savvy. And she knows how to help her boss, so yeah. I don't think I don't think she has any military training. No, <laughs> no, know. although, who knows? Maybe, know. she, maybe she, yeah, maybe she knows how to sew I don't us, think it's that type how to of stitch show. up a scarf. But you're right. But she does. She definitely knows what's going on. But Mo, so yes, so Moses is Jamaican, kind of not a about, but he's a Jamaican kind of heavy. He's done a little bit of drug dealing. He's done a little bit of pimping. He's done a little bit of security thievery, thievery. Like he's just, he's your all around kind of bad guy who but maybe is kind of a good guy that's that's what you got going on with him yeah or maybe good in how his dealings with her like maybe trustworthy with her but not trustworthy out in the world he's a yeah. thief you want on your side maybe
1: yes yeah 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 exactly i mean he's he's a he's an outsider like eliza like eliza's investor who is mm. uh what is that character?
0: rudy called? is it rudy Rupert. Rupert. So Rupert, Rupert
1: Parker. Yeah. So, Rupert
0: Parker is the son of Eliza's landlord.
1: Yeah. So was a woman.
0: Who is a woman, yes.
1: And he was supposed to be betrothed. The landlord mother wanted Rupert to get married to Eliza and was going to force the de- issue, especially when Eliza's... Father died, and, and she
0: had no money and, and no way to pay her rent. She had so
1: many debts. Apparently, yeah. her father had left her with so many debts. Oh, which going along with your clothing thing, I really appreciated in this show that at least in the first couple of episodes, they kind of kept her in the same outfits. Yes, because they were showing that she had three dresses, and that was it.
0: That was it. These were and, her dresses, and yes. they
1: w- they would literally have lines in the script like, "Do you want the burgundy one?" Yes.
0: It needs to be pressed.
1: Pressed the burgundy one.
0: I will also say, so also in addition to liking the dresses and the pockets and the bustles and the corsets, her hat game is on point.
1: Yeah. Well, it's, it's really a combination of hat and hair. Oh. Because the hats would not get that jaunty... Angle. Angle without her gigantic mass of wig.
0: <laughs> and it is a wig. Oh, we saw we saw an interview with the, and the lady had like pixie hair. Pixie hair, yes. Which of course you're gonna be wearing a wig all the darn time. Like of course you're gonna keep your hair short. So. Yeah, yeah.
1: So. Very cute. Both both the, the hat and the hair and everything about her is just neat and tight and pulled together.
0: It is very pulled together. Even
1: her her bodice has these sort of bandage swaths looks Mm -hmm. to them, where it looks like she's just pulled together on top. Oh, like literally pulled together, yeah. chevron. I mean, they call it chevrons, but it looks like crossing bandages. Yeah. I wonder what that is. All of a sudden, I'm thinking of Rey in The Jedi.
0: Right, the the Skywalker saga, episode seven through nine. And she
1: also has that bandaged bodice top look.
0: I have to admit, I didn't notice.
1: Yeah. What's that thing that costumers are doing to women to make them look like?
0: <laughs> make them they're... look like Hollywood exes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're
1: Just totally pulled together ladies. These are women who have,
0: Maybe that's like, what it is. Maybe that's all that it is. Subconsciously, you're just supposed extra... to know that they're pulled together. Yeah. Well, we are going to find out how we can pull together this mystery. We'll be back with some guessing.
1: All right. See you soon. So I want to ask you something. Hit me hard. So the title sequence, everything
0: goes <laughs> well, the, I don't know. I actually I don't know the tune cool. to it, but it's it's very like electric guitar and yeah. reverb and
1: And then there's the <laughs> which is like some sort of It's okay. It's okay. You can
0: calm down everybody. We're not going to actually turn into like we're not going to actually turn into where we try to do all the music with our mouths in this, in this podcast. <laughs> I know we did it last week. People. I know we did it this week. It's not going to be a thing. It's okay.
1: I think it should be a thing. <laughs> it should
0: be a segment. No. It should be a segment. <laughs> <laughs> is, here's a segment where we try to reproduce the theme song. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I can dig it.
1: <laughs> so there's the <laughs> It's right out of, I feel like it's a combination of castle and... It's
0: very castle. It would not have occurred to me until you said it, but yes, it's very castle.
1: Yeah, and then there's also, at least the, the well, maybe not the title sequence, but the music of the episode takes a lot from the Sherlock Holmes with...
0: Benedict Ro- Cumberpatch.
1: No, well, before Benedict Cumberpatch, Robert Downey Jr. Oh, They okay. ripped off the music... From the Robert Downey Jr. film in the Benedict Cumberpatch. Did they? Sherlock. Yeah. It's like, it's the same, like, jangly, like. I don't know if it's a banjo or there's this jangly noise that gets, it sounds like it's like all London now. Like for the last, I don't know, five years, anything, any mystery show that comes out of London has this jangly.
0: Jangly little thing happening. Noise.
1: I'll I'll point it out to you and then ask you what the heck that instrument is. Anyway, my question actually was with regard to this, Title sequence is everything. It's a very is going, cool title
0: sequence, by the way. Everything's going yeah, in reverse.
1: In reverse. Is that because it's suggesting like she's solving or, you know, we yeah, know the we're at a like, point, but she's figuring out how it, where it all comes together?
0: I think that's exactly what it is. Yes. Yeah, like this whole idea that like you're putting the pieces together and telling everybody how it happened. So, yeah, there's like, you see the there...
1: effect. But now she's p- going back to the cause. Right. Okay. Yes.
0: Yeah. Like the bullet breaks through a glass. So you see the bullet go backwards through the glass and the glass heal itself. Actually, somebody punching a glass. You see somebody, like you see the glass like heal itself and the fist come away from it. And there's poison that's dropped into a tea glass. So you see the poison levitate up from the tea glass and into the little eyedropper. And yeah. it's oh, It's okay. a fun little... It's a
1: well, this is also interesting to me because it's also another British... Bake uh, off? No, it's another British, I feel like it's a concept because it's a big, it's a big turning point in Tom Stopper's Arcadia
0: is <laughs> okay. that
1: the young, brilliant, genius girl yes. is when she's talking about mathematics, mm-hmm. her big, like the, the, the big moment that she, that the whole plot kind of turns on is that she's realizing that you can, if you mm-hmm. stir your jam in oatmeal it becomes something else, but you can never unstir the jam right. out of the so oatmeal. There's, so
0: basic physics breaks down. Essentially, yeah. is what she's discovering. Yeah. Yes.
1: And so I feel like this whole, like realizing, you know, going back into the cause, the reverse of the effect, mm-hmm. is this kind of similar uncovering. And I, I don't know. I just find it interesting of of the cause and effect thing. The, the motif of this in another brilliant young woman. Got it. Well, I wouldn't actually say that Eliza is brilliant, but she knows how to follow some clues. She knows and, how to
0: follow clues and she knows and, how to be surreptitious and she's and, clever. Yeah, certainly. she's
1: certainly very clever. Yeah. I wouldn't. Th- I, I don't know is that rude to say that a woman is an a genius but I no, don't think I, she's a genius but I think she's I don't think they're making her out her to be yeah, I
0: yeah and I don't think you. there's the whole trope of the smartest person in the room is definitely overdone especially in murder mysteries because that is the whole trope of Sherlock where it's yeah. and Poirot and all these things where it's just like here's this kind of jerky person who's smarter than everybody else and has put everything together well ahead of everybody else and she's definitely she does not fall into that mold and honestly I think that's great she's she's very clever she's very smart she's getting there but she's not like looking at it and solving it in a flash yeah yeah i will say i don't think i have come to the conclusion that i don't think that she's getting the respect she deserves from everybody else because she doesn't have a bitch in carriage i think if i think if she had like a like a really like sexy car or a sexy carriage then everyone would be like oh yeah (laughs) of course she's a private investigator look at that car
1: well, I mean, if we were just talking about this with Stumptown that I was saying we <laughs> should do Stumptown. I and because that's, she and has she, a terrible car. And she
0: also doesn't get any respect. This is what yes. I'm saying. I think I oh. think I think this is what's happening here is that she's not getting the respect she deserves because she doesn't have the sexy carriage. Like she doesn't have the like the Ferrari carriage so that she's we need,
1: around. We need women inspectors and private eyes who have bitching cars.
0: Bitching cars, yes. The car is bitching, not the inspector.
1: Hey-oh! Oh, okay. Uh, yeah.
0: Also, the count at horses is three- yeah. We are 10 minutes into this episode and we are at three horses. So yeah. I think we're gonna get the over.
1: And lots of clop, 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 clop clop. Oh
0: my gosh, yes. So many clop-clop sound effects. I'm wondering
1: if they are doubling up on the clops <laughs> to make the horse as if there's more than it's is not it, a single right. carriage yeah, that there are a double, you know, a double horse carriages going by.
0: You're just making it feel as if there are many more horses, even though they've only shown you three.
1: Three horses. In 10 minutes. I am even going to say they're the same horse. (laughs) I bet they filmed all of this on the same day and they were just like, Horse over we here. We got
0: a horse call. Horse
1: over here. Horse call. Yes. <laughs> the
0: horses were fourth on the call sheet that day.
1: Yeah. And then there's just, just a guy or It could even be a woman because they never see the, you never see the driver from like, well, let's okay.
0: Up. Okay. Do you raise and uh, then, okay. So now we're going to pivot off of that into solving the mystery here okay. because or at least making guesses <gasps> oh, about okay, the mystery. So yes. what you just said yeah. is that we're not necessarily sure that the men are driving the horses and I do not think that a man is behind all these crimes i think a woman is behind all these crimes and i'll get to that so what are all the crimes so what we know what we knew coming into this episode was that there was some a massive forgery ring that was happening yeah a and b we knew we had just found out that eliza's father henry had been murdered yeah so but all the people that she's come into contact with are men
1: and we know for sure that Eliza's father was poisoned.
0: Yes, we know for sure that he was poisoned. We
1: saw him drink the poison and being told well, okay. to drink it.
0: Okay, so we and that that is the cold open for this show is a scene of a, a flashback to Eliza's father at first refusing to drink something. We're not sure which, but we know he's dead and we know he's been, like, poisoned. So, obviously, it's the poison he's taking. He's refusing to drink this poison, a figure in a mask in this, uh, like... Prehistory gas mask, like it's not even like it's even like weirder and funkier than well, the gas mask. Well, it was a
1: smallpox sport. mask.
0: A smallpox mask, yeah. So a smallpox mask, a figure in a smallpox mask is pushing with a gun, pushing this glass of poison over towards Henry and when he doesn't want to take it she lays down a photograph of Henry and Eliza notice
1: Jacob used a gender pronoun
0: i uh, but this is the thing you don't know who it is you don't know who it is and you like because they're because they're wearing a mask and in the previous episode the person who killed who killed their the heavies and the bad guys the, the the physical threat in that episode was wearing a mask all the time and the person wearing the mask shot the forger as the forger was trying yeah. to escape so you don't Wait, know who, who this who
1: killed w- the guy at the hospital the, the forger we don't know. in the hospital we Did don't we know see i don't that think happen? we
0: saw that at the end of the last see the episode person we being i don't think smothered? we saw we saw a person being smothered but i don't think we saw who it was
1: gloves or anything
0: yeah i mean we may have we may have seen gloves i don't know that We saw we definitely I I can't remember either. So this is this is just another service we provide for you, our listeners. We forget things as soon as we see them. So we're not spoiled (laughs) at all. So (laughs) frankly, we're telling ourselves who did this as much as you because we forget. That's not true. But so the forger is shot by somebody wearing a mask Mm -hmm. who is then scared off by at the end of the last episode. The forger is shot by somebody wearing the smallpox mask, and then the person wearing the smallpox mask is the same person Who's poisoning Henry? So I think because we don't you never actually see this person's face and they never talk, they never say a word they don't yeah. threaten, they don't boast, they just shoot or they just like put like push poison across a desk. So I'm convinced that whoever is behind it is a woman, and it's the whole like mirror image of like Eliza Good lady. This person, bad lady, but they're both frustrated at like what they can and cannot do as a lady in society. Mm-hmm. I'll come up with more, but that's where I'm going so far.
1: Okay. All right. I mean, I've also heard, I feel like this comes up in Agatha Christie, that women are poisoners.
0: Oh, 100%. 100%. Yeah, whereas... yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's not just Agatha Christie, that's just fact. But yes, oh, also comes up Pine in Agatha Christie. No that's I mean that's a real thing like women are and maybe maybe it's I'm not sure if it's fact when it comes to actual killing but I know for po- but I know for suicide women are much more likely to commit suicide with poisoning or pills or overdose than a man who is more likely to like use physical violence to end their own life.
1: Oh goodness. Yes. Okay. So
0: that but that is absolute fact. And I mean let's be honest if you were like I won't say traditionally I will just say, like, generically, like, a woman is going to be... Is going to weigh less and have less physical strength than a man. So when it comes to, like, actual murdering somebody, yes, do it in a way that is not going to, like, pit your physical strength against the man's physical strength. Sure. So, I mean...
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I think that... So you're saying that it's a woman. Do you have a sense of who the woman is? I...
0: Okay, I'm just going to go all in and I'm going to say it's it's either going to be Ivy. Ivy is Eliza's maid. I'm just joking. I don't actually think that it's Ivy. But I, th- I think it is somebody that we've already met. Tell me what you've got a little bit while I ponder well, mine a little what bit. what
1: about Fräulein, you know, the mortuary? The, the daughter of the hair?
0: No, I think that's harsh. just a... So Eliza has her office, which is her father's old office. And right in the same building right next door is an undertaker. I forget his name, but he's some German fellow. And his niece is in from Germany visiting. And Rupert, the son of Eliza's landlord and business partner, is courting the German lady. So as she's a beard, essentially, she's a beard to make sure that he can, like, still maintain his...
1: Well, you know, we'll we'll find out if that actually succeeds.
0: Right. Because she has
1: proposed to him but he right. is like, I'm happy to have her as a beard. He would like to have Alberta in Canada, but right. she doesn't want to go back to Germany.
0: Right. My point is, is I don't think that she, I don't think it's her, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna think about this a little bit, but th- that's my thing. So like, who have you got, what have you got so far?
1: Well, the, the uh, hold on. Well, the log line said that there would be somebody under the Duke's nose, And so I think it's the smoking policeman.
0: Oh. The other detective. The other detective who's just been hanging around this whole time. Yeah.
1: He, who reminds me of the guy from Life on Mars, the guy who runs the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also the chief inspector or whatever. So he kind of looks like him. It's not him. It's not the same guy. Yeah, no, no, not at all. But just looks like him and uh, has the same kind of devil may care attitude. And yeah, I think it's him. Okay. Although it does honestly What's his motive, look a though? much taller guy. Well, I think that we have seen in an episode of some TV show that we have watched in the last couple of years, a policeman who it turns out he's just like a guy in the force, but mm-hmm. he has been collecting all the information and knows everything about everybody and is trying to keep everybody down. And under his, he's like, he's not the king. He's just the guy from inside that yeah. that is actually running all the baddies and so I think that's what's happening here.
0: Okay. So you have given me an idea. I don't think it's him. Okay. But I do think that cuz I also don't I also just don't like the chief of police. I think he is a smarmy smarmy git. So I think it's his wife.
1: Have we met her? Nope,
0: not at all. <laughs> okay. She's completely off. She's completely out there. Who knows? He may not even be married, but I think that he is. He, he yeah, I think well, he has a wife. What about him
1: of... in particular? Because
0: no, I really do think that it's a woman. Okay. I really do think that it's a woman. I, I, coming into this episode, I thought it might be him because he's certain. Like I said, he is a shifty git, and I don't, I don't trust him. But I think he's just lazy and lazy's the wrong word. Entitled. He's just super duper entitled. Yeah. And so I don't th- I don't think it's him, but his wife who he's like casually misogynistic to, she might have some things to say about like yeah. getting away with it. On the other hand, she doesn't really need money cuz he is from the moneyed class. This is clearly somebody who needs money cuz they're doing forgeries. They're doing yeah. forgeries and what we found out is that they took all the they took all the forgeries and went to the banks and cashed in all of these checks. And now have they're just sitting on gobs of gold. Yeah. Heaps and heaps of gold, which is heavy and bulky. And so they know that they can't get out of London right away. So they have time to catch them. Yeah. So they're, this whole episode is going to be them catching them. That's the game of this episode. First, they're going to have to find Moses and figure out if he's trustworthy or not and then they're going to have to find and that somehow is going to get them to find out who these people are the foragers those are that's the game of the episode so we watched 10 minutes just to confirm that that was what was happening that is in fact what's happening this is why we're going right into the guessing
1: yep that's everything I got I mean oh no no yes there are other women
0: oh who are the other women so oh the suffragettes from one of the previous episodes there
1: are the suffragettes one of them is already hung I think oh no or was she killed
0: I don't remember. The
1: okay, well, in the episode, maybe you didn't watch this one, where there is a ghost photographer or ghost showing up in death photos. Yes. And the seances. Yes, that are happening. yes, yes. Um. So the young woman is really upset that she, her fiance, she was the, she was the nanny. nurse, she was nanny the nanny. to. The household, but also kind of his secretary, and the wife got jealous. But then the wife died of cancer, and so the photographer she was gone and the
0: nanny and, got together.
1: And yeah, yeah, and they did. So maybe her.
0: Yeah, I don't think it's them because I think they left town. I think the whole point was that they were going to leave town and have a fresh start someplace else.
1: Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay. Well, maybe she's not. Oh, uh-huh, I don't other,
0: forget everything. There's other women. There. Well, of course there are other women. <laughs> it's London there's women everywhere (laughs) as opposed to Paris there's no women in Paris yeah (laughs) all right well I think that's it I think that's what we've got we're gonna head on in here and uh, I'm gonna keep counting horses
1: all right do it
0: I think you've forgotten one very important thing, Heard. What? I think you've forgotten the fact that I edit these episodes so I could literally make you say anything.
1: Oh my gosh. <laughs> you're gonna go you're gonna like dark web me. I'm gonna
0: deep fake you. Deepfake I'm gonna deep fake you, making <laughs> you making you guess that it was Ivy, making you say yes. I think that it was Ivy. It was her all along. <laughs>
1: because I was like, finger gun, finger gun, yay! I rock on.
0: Yes, I she say, got it right. She guessed the smoking, the smoking the helper just, detective. D
1: I Frank Jenkins.
0: Frank, Frank Jenkins. <laughs> uh-huh. And it was him. Yes. Look at her being all smug over there. She had a cat in her lap and she was just stroking the cat like a Bond villain, being all like. <laughs> Look at me. I got it right. Isn't that right, kitty? Isn't that right? Yes. Yes, you did. Congratulations. Woo. DS,
1: sorry. D. Detective Sergeant.
0: Oh, Detective Sergeant. Sergeant. Sorry. Okay, that's it. Well, you mean you got that? You got that? (laughs)
1: <laughs> anyway, yes, I got it. But come on, you got the prop bet.
0: I did get the prop bet. I got the number of horses right. Woohoo! There were so many horse clops.
1: Yes, there so are many clops. So many
0: effects but going it, through here, it but
1: all the same cab.
0: It was all yeah, I absolutely. Think it it was, was just it
1: was a single horse cab on it with a hansom. Yeah, uh, I I have decided. You thought it was a I good looking. Look it was a good looking cab? H A N S O M. It's, it's the name of a cab. There's no D. <laughs> I know you're making <laughs> a pun or a joke, but it is called a handsome. Yeah. Or I guess it could have been a Brahmin or a Cabriolet, but I really think it's a hansom because it's closed. Right. And it has a door.
0: And this is before cars, so it could be a Volkswagen Cabriolet.
1: Cabriolets predated. <laughs>
0: are you vehicles. sure? Are you sure? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I can this trust you article now. That you, was you are looking. You are looking all of this up, and I think you're looking up who. This is two in a 12
1: row. Twelve types two of horse-drawn carriages. Dot- it's not
0: it's <laughs> That horse- would be That it's, would be hilarious. 12 types of horse-drawn carriages.com. It's horseyhooves.com <laughs> <laughs> slash
1: types of horse-drawn carriages. Oh, that's carriages. worse. That's worse. What is that it worse? That's exactly ho- what the website ho- is.
0: horseyhooves.com? Who yes. names their site horseyhooves.com? That sounds like it shouldn't be about, like like barouches and handsome cabs it sounds like it I should be about like somebody... sex play dressing up like horses no
1: it's just this is um, depth this is definitely some sort of content creator of nonsense because they've got so many ads on the right side <laughs> of the page
0: <laughs> just... someone's just out there being like somebody's gonna look up horses, and people somebody's gonna look up horses and I'm gonna have the content for them and I'm gonna get rich yes. rich I say
1: yeah yeah somebody in the late 90s just bought up a bunch to no <laughs> That's a thing. That was a thing. It was
0: absolutely a thing. Yes, I. But horsey hooves. God bless. God oh, man. Jessica, you did it again. I have to admit, I am like I am feeling really. I am a little envious and a little angry and a little bummed and a little jealous. All the things, all the feelings. I wanna like go yeah. over there and like kick dirt or something <gasps> like that. Oh my gosh! we like so not on your loser. Not on, I'm not s I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna kick it on you. I was just you know how like you like step away from home plate and you've just oh. struck out and you're like, oh. and you're walking back to the dugout <laughs> and you're kicking dirt. That's what I'm like. I'm, I'm kicking dirt right now. I had I, I had Sterling's wife come on. Although Sterling was corrupt.
1: Yes. Sterling
0: yes. was also corrupt yeah, in there. He, he got killed. He thing. got killed by this. So much happened. So we were we were we were right about a bunch of things. Yeah. Um, I mean, not well. I mean, well, she was right about a bunch of things. I <laughs> yeah. I love know. that little I was, well. I was right <laughs> She's about so polite. One
1: thing, but it, there were there was there were no female poisoners.
0: There right. Were there were no, no female poisoners.
1: Female. There are uh, no
0: females involved at all.
1: Criminals. Yeah, no actually, female criminals, no yeah. female Moses poisoners. Moses was definitely not a criminal involved in any of these. No,
0: nope, he, uh, he proved himself because... So there's all sorts of shenanigans about keeping Eliza safe and having her in a prison cell or having cops mm-hmm. watch her. And she kept getting out. And then Sterling brought the cops away from him or mm-hmm. away from her house. And so then, like, Duke didn't know what to do with her. So he was going to keep her overnight in a jail cell but then she was like you couldn't possibly keep me here so he's like well great you'll spend the night at my place and she's like think of my reputation and he's like now now you care about your reputation so he spent the night at her place and they were supposed to have this Which
1: i don't know how does that make it any better right i don't guy is walking into your house late at night i don't know like I don't know. I think he had, out? I
0: think it was because he had other cops placed around. Oh, the, he okay. was paying other cops. At that point, Sterling had called the cops off. He was paying them to be there anyways, but still they're not inside. Yeah. So I don't know that it's, it's better than the fact that they didn't need to make a new set. How about that? Sure. <laughs> they yes. were like for all of like the, this is like, this was a great show to show how you can make a show look like you have a lot of money but not actually have a lot of money. It was like, they were easy setups, they were easy shots, everything, a lot of things were done with lighting, and then they were back to the prison cells again. They were back to Eliza's house. Like, Like, this was a show that was like, this is going to be classy, but this is not going to be like, this is going to be PBS money, not HBO money, or not even like, amazon lord of the rings kind of money do you know what i mean like it wanted to it did look good it's a beautiful looking show it just definitely was they were not throwing like gobs and gobs and gobs of money at it okay that's all i'm trying to say okay i'm losing you she's like her eyes are glazing over she's just like jacob just just break out the victory champagne that's all i need uh, that's i'm just waiting on the victory (laughs) champagne here
1: i don't know why you you won the prop bet five horses
0: there were or there were five six horse, horses. There there was, was there five. There were six. There was six in in the end. I yeah. I bet five, but I took the over. So yeah, I, yeah. I mean I think I won anyways because I did. I took the over. But that prop bet the prop bet doesn't count as much as guessing the actual criminal, does okay. it? I mean if it does, tra- no, I mean on the other okay. hand, it's not like we count any of these points anywhere at all. Right. So
1: no, no, no. Yeah. I mean, I'm just trying to give you a little something.
0: Oh! Oh, come on! <laughs> Why? Just, that doesn't make it better. That doesn't make it better, heard
1: Well, you're kicking sand and stuff. I, like, just just let, me have, let me
0: have my dignity. Okay. Come on! I'm sorry,
1: I'm sorry. Oh, no, my
0: right. Lord.
1: Okay, something else we learned in this episode. Yeah,
0: what did we though? learn, Heard?
1: So, they figured out by asking the banker to sort of identify well no to fully identify the, the men that came to the yeah who were the, the gangsters who came the, to
0: who came to pick up gold. the gold
1: and you know because originally all the the three bank because I guess it was just three banks that were rated or right. kindly rated by the stylish men the only description they could give was high-class men average size and build smelled like a lot of cologne. Right. And then... Which
0: I was immediately, I immediately keyed on that, and I was just oh like, yeah. oh, smells like cologne? Actually, what if it's actually ladies' perfume? Because it is a lady who's doing it all. And I was all oh. like, yep, this is lining up. This is lining up. Jacob's getting ready. It's all coming up Millhouse. This is going to be great.
1: <laughs> so yeah, these guy or these people were wearing lots of perfume, and or cologne, and the reason why they were able to, I guess, get onto it was that Frank Jenkins... Who, he decides to give away Yes,
0: say it again, specials? Jessica. Frank Jenkins, the smoking guy. The guy I guess because I won. Detective Frank Jenkins Frank, Jenkins, Frank Jenkins, Frank Jenkins, Frank Jenkins.
1: Well, I guess he's the one who gives away the clue. He says, my uncle worked at a tannery and they smell like excrement. Uh, All the, because-
0: you're right, he does. And when they're talking to the bankers, he's just, he does. He gives it up that then maybe they're at a tannery. But I think... Oh, but I know they why g- he does he that, He does though. that, though, because that's where they find the body of Sterling.
1: Yes. Yeah, and also because that gives him a chance. He gives it that gives him an out to for them to cuz he he the the guys who actually steal the gold or who take the gold right. at the banks are the Cartwright brothers and he it turns out has killed them and put them in the bottom of the Thames, but he delivers like a telegram saying that they were on a boat to New York. Of course right. they yes, were never are. on a boat to New York. Because they, they were killed. And they at were the bottom of the tent. The but that tent.
0: way he gets to Tents. that way he gets to say, yes. Look, Sterling was involved in this. Sterling is now dead. They must have killed him and double crossed him, and now they're gone out of town, so we'll never get them at all.
1: Yeah, so that makes sense why he let them have that little clue. Yeah. Because it it allowed him to pass them all off and get away and kill everybody. Yeah. Yeah, okay
0: but he's so smart about all of this like he's got the forgery ring going he knows how to bribe everybody to keep them involved he's got this gang picking up the gold for them he's double crossed them all he's hidden the gold he's gotten away with all of it but he like he not only does he evil monologue of evil like at the end of it all when duke and the boys think that it sterling was behind it all and they're like they go out to get they go out to drink and have a good night and Frank just can't resist taunting the Duke, and he gets so drunk that the Duke has to, like, take him home. How do you let yourself get that drunk? The, so Frank gets super-duper drunk. The Duke, being a decent gentleman, takes him home, even though, to make sure he gets into bed correctly. Yeah. And as he's looking for a blanket for Frank, he opens up Frank's bureau, and inside Frank's bureau, he finds the mask. Yeah. So it's completely luck, and it's completely due to the fact that this guy got super-duper drunk. How much of an alcoholic do you have to be to be like, I have just stolen millions of dollars in gold and gotten away completely scot-free. All I have to do is not get drunk one night. One night not get yeah. drunk, and I've gotten away with it. And nope, he can't do it. You yeah. can't do it. Yeah. And then he's got to kill Frank, and then he's got to kill Eliza, who has figured this out because the German... Na- the. The German lady comes over and accuses her of being a like slut-shames her, essentially, because she's just yeah. like, you've got your cop coming over all the time. And He's like, you mean the Duke? And the German lady's like, no, I mean the other one. And she's like, what? So yeah. then she's like, okay, well, it's this person. So then she goes and she meets. She goes and tries to save the Duke because the Duke's at Frank's. But then, like Frank pulls a gun on both of them and is about to kill them both, and Eliza stalls until Moses can show up, and Moses whacks the Frank over the head with a pipe, knocking him out and saving the day.
1: I do feel like this show is long on pretty. Short on...
0: Short on actual plot and clues. Suspects
1: and clues.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, you're right about the suspects thing. Like that, like, they did not have a whole lot, they did not have a whole lot of question this suspect, Well, what about this person? Like Moses was the only one that they were really like, it must be Moses, he's involved. And then as soon as, like, and you know he's not going to be, like, that's just not the role that he's doing. So like, that's total, like, it's not even a red herring, it's like a polka dot herring. You know it's fake. Oh,
1: another prop bet. Yeah. Were they going to kiss?
0: They did not. Uh, were they
1: going to get together? And they didn't at all. Although he finally does convince her to go to dinner with him.
0: Yes, they do. They because d-
1: she is a terrible cook and so they're definitely not going to stay at her place. Yeah,
0: no, there was definitely a couple jokes about how terrible, terrible, terrible a cook she is. He ends up boiling an egg for her. Which, you know, on the, on the one hand, very sweet. On the other hand, like, you're not impressing me with your cooking skills either, dude. Like, boil an egg? Pretty basic right there.
1: Yeah. 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 I will say, the guy who plays Henry, Mm -hmm. it plays Mr. Mosley on Downton Abbey, which is funny because, so Henry, Eliza's father, who is poisoned in the first episode, we think he dies of cirrhosis Mm -hmm. because he apparently was very drunk in all of his last...
0: Right, yes, apparently he had, like I said at the Uh, beginning, we thought he would turned into this just drunken lush. yeah, Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, his character, Mr. Moseley in Downton Abbey, turns out to have been some sort of alcoholic. And he drinks a little too much wine. He's one of the underbutlers. butlers. Uh, oh, he's an underbutler for the dowager. He, they, he bakes him a valet for a little bit. Well, he is for the dowager for a little bit, but then he gets promoted to the right. time. <laughs> Mr. Mosley. This is
0: clearly a great show because we are now just full on talking about Downton Abbey.
1: Well, okay. If you watch The Office.
0: Oh, geez louise.
1: Andy Mr. Mosley is the yeah, Andy yeah. of Downton Abbey Yeah, 100%. where everyone's like oh he doesn't get it he means well he ha- gets a little angry sometimes and everyone's like chill out man but but he's still sort of a little bit of a weirdo I mean yeah. everybody's a weirdo but I will he's, say this
0: Mr. Mosley does know. not play the banjo this is true. There's no well, banjo. We playing. don't know. <laughs> Fair he, enough. Fair all enough. of those
1: characters had like weird little talents because they're all actors and they all have <laughs> weird little talents. Um, but yes. what was
0: what was your favorite thing to put on your like extra skills when you had your actor's resume? What was your like special skills?
1: <laughs> I was pretty proud when I finally got my driver's license. is <laughs> not an extra skill. <laughs> I know, but it was really important because the very first film that I ever did in college, uh-huh. which I wheedled my, myself into, which is how I got most things that I ever did. Was...
0: That's not called wheedling. That's called initiative.
1: Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Initiative was that I, I had to wear this leather jacket and this tank top and these little pants. And then I had to drive this big boat of car away from this. We were supposed to be at like a warehouse and there were, you know, those big door, the big warehouse mm-hmm. doors. Yeah. And I was, this big boat of a car pulls up to the dock at the warehouse. And then a zombie comes out after <gasps> the, the, after there's like an investigation around sure. the building. And we run away and jump into the car and I'm supposed to drive us away as like the lead char- man character. I can't, I think he would, jumps into the back seat just in time. And, right. and I was like okay, okay, when do I reveal I don't actually know how to drive? And <laughs> that I don't actually have a license and I have no idea what the fuck to do with this car. <laughs> it, is, it is this gigantic car. This is like my freshman year, freshman, sophomore year. And I was wearing a lot of makeup, which was also a little like, this is unnerving because I am I was not accustomed to wearing a lot of makeup. But yeah, I was supposed to be looking like a hot blonde. And you know, driving the getaway car. Oh, thank you very much. So yeah, so when I finally got my driver's license after college, I was so happy and felt so legit to be like, I have a California driver's license. (laughs) I can now drive the getaway car in a horror movie. (laughs) You
0: you need a getaway driver. That's me, Baby Driver, right here. Yeah,
1: exactly. How about you? What was yours?
0: I don't know that I ever had special skills. I mean, now if I did it, it would be roller skating. It would be all about roller skating. Oh yeah. my gosh, so, yeah. yes. But I don't, I don't know that... I mean, I never had an actor resume, so
1: oh, there's okay. that. Okay. Well, you would put it on your writer resume,
0: maybe? <laughs> special <Yeah>. skills. <laughs> special skills. I can refill fountain pens and I can roller skate. So we need to talk about the kiss or the not kiss or there the almost kiss. kiss. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Okay. The not kiss. The okay. almost kiss. Because they desperately wanted them to have some kind of frisson or some kind of like like
1: yeah they sweeten his breathing so much and
0: by sweeten she means like just the audio guy like really yes. like leans into it
1: yes I, you, don't you get to hear him, oh yeah. to it? no you get
0: to hear him sigh with it's it's so like they you get to really hear him just be like uh, I'm so exasperated by you.
1: I mean, you see, you hear that too, but then when they're like standing close together, you don't hear her being like, huh! you just hear him like, you know, him being like, getting like, mm, excited. Mm, <laughs> <"Rargh."> <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to find oh, that clip and policeman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, her dress, blue, because they wanted her to look like she was
0: a police a, person. Police person. Well, it was blue the whole time except for the last scene
1: Where she's wearing her burgundy dress.
0: No, this was a new dress. This was all new. Oh, that was a
1: fully new dress, This
0: was not... Absolutely, because it wasn't even close to burgundy. It was scarlet. It was scarlet. That last dress was (laughs) definitely scarlet. (laughs) When When he comes back to take her to dinner, she is in a scarlet dress, which I'm like, look, I understand that that's her name, but that is a scandalous, scandalous dress to be wearing that red. It was
1: quite red. It
0: was quite red. It was like, she may as well have been like, red light district red, so... (laughs) Anyways, no, I'm just like, it was gorgeous. It was a gorgeous dress. It was very vibrant. It was very pretty. The hat, again, A game with the hats on this show. But like, it would, I mean, it would have been very, very out there to wear something like that.
1: I will say it did, we'd have to look at it again, but it seemed like it was a single, rather than having the multiple wrap look on the jacket, the multiple, it it was darting chevrons, Mm -hmm. Chevrons. This one looked like a single wrap top in the bodice. And it looked like it was velvet. Didn't it have kind of a texture I
0: don't remember the velvet. I don't. In fact, I don't remember there being any wrap at all to it. I th- it felt like it was just kind of like a like, like It was a corset. V-neck. It was a V-neck and like the corset but coming I think, out. But thought I thought
1: it kind of wrapped just I a don't single remember time. That. But the skirt did not look as velvet. I don't know. I don't know. I don't
0: know. I don't know it weird. did
1: have sort of a... But all I'm saying is like they go from this matte blue... Mm-hmm. That is trimmed, again, very reminiscent of police. And then they go to this soft, fuzzy red, which makes her softer.
0: Yeah, and him softer. But this is, okay, that last scene they're going away and they finally have this little bit of playful, playful banter where the, he's like, let's play this game on the way to dinner where let's not get into a fight on the way to dinner. Let's see if we can do that. And so she says something and he's like, You're 100% correct. You're absolutely right. And he just starts agreeing with her. And all of a sudden, I was like, oh, well, now you're getting somewhere with chemistry between the two of them. That was the first time I was just like, oh, now they might actually have something together. I guess I want to dissect a little bit because I'm not sure why, but they're supposed to have all of this amazing chemistry and this push and pull and will they, won't they, and all they know how to do is bicker with each other. It's as if... It's yeah. a, somehow, like, that's it. Like, they just know how to yell at each other and get, be exasperated with each other. I'm like, why doesn't that work? It does, but it doesn't. I'm like, it, like, they don't make each other laugh. They don't, like, they don't seem to actually spark off of each other. Like, they just yeah. make each other angry, but they don't kind of spark they're supposed yeah, he doesn't to really
1: yes and her they ever. don't yes
0: and each other at all like she's just like i'm gonna do this and you can't stop me and he's like oh for christ's sake get back in the house well you're i'm gonna do this and you can't stop me i really want to stop you i'm gonna like i'm gonna tr- like that's also what it is it's very repetitive it's very mm. it's very repetitive where it's just like i'm gonna tell you to do something i'm not gonna do it i'm gonna tell you to do something i'm like where do you go with that how do you build on that how do you do anything yeah. like i wish they're, like yes they can sweeten the audio and make him sound super hunky and yes they can like i mean she has a brilliant smile i mean yes. she smiles and you're just like oh my gosh like this is gonna sound bad but i don't mean it to be bad like her smile like she smiles and it's like her mouth fills up the screen because her smile is so big yeah uh, but yeah. like it's but it's beautiful and it's great like and there's like there's a there it wasn't until that very 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 last scene where it's just like oh yeah now they're actually playing with each other. Now they're actually yes-anding and back and forth and all this and surprising and delighting each other. Up until then, I don't know. It was just kind of like flat. I, I don't yeah. know. I want. I wanted there to be like what like I wanted there to be more laughter. I guess is what it is. That's what it is. That's what it is, Jessica. I just wanted there to be more laughter.
1: Yeah. And he says he's an eternal optimist at the end. And I was like, no, hold on. She's the optimist. Right. He is the one who's always skeptical, negative. The world sucks.
0: But they don't. Okay. So
1: people are awful. I think you're, I think you're right. I mean, if you read PBS or any of the other websites describing her, they describe her as the optimist. Yeah. They don't talk he's the gruff police person. Yeah. So I don't know. This is some weird writing in this episode. Yeah. Maybe. Or maybe the the writer is trying to write them out of some problems that they, you know, that and always maybe happens early in the season. You're like, it's just, I need to redo this.
0: And you were telling me about the you were telling me about the creator. And and then also like to a certain extent there's a whole pilot episode thing where it's just like the pilot episode is always a little bit shaky. This is only a six this was only a six episode yeah. order and it was the first season. And we thought that this was based on a series of books, but apparently this was just a whole cloth new creation.
1: I So I'm wondering can't like figure it out, I cannot find
0: you have it in your brain ra- somehow that this was based on a book series, even though there is zero evidence supporting yes, that. I know <laughs> you, <it's so> this, <laughs>
1: weird. I So <laughs> I can't figure it out. I will say the writer is Rachel New or Raquel, maybe R A C H A E L. Oh, it's Rachel. Raquel. Oh, it is Rachel? I'd go with Rachel. Okay. Rachel New is her name, the creator writer. And she is, uh, she's written EastEnders, New Tricks, uh, Majorca Files, which I think we're going to oh do an episode We've from been...
0: that. Yeah, that looks like a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, she's written for Grantchester. And she was a writer creator on a show called Monday, Monday, which is about a supermarket fallen on hard times, moves its headquarters to Leeds, which is outside of London. Okay. And it is one of, it's an ensemble show, it looks like. And one of the characters is played by Tom Ellis who is the star of Lucifer. There we are. This is very early Tom Ellis, and I think he played... Oh, and Miranda Hart is in it, too! Oh,
0: okay, now we have to watch that, because Miranda Hart is just a genius. Um, Is there anybody else we should know about?
1: Well, this actress that plays Eliza, Kate Phillips, has an interesting background. She kind of dropped out of college... Good for her, actress. fully support that. Well, she dropped out because she got into the Guildhall School of Music and Drama in London. Oh, and <laughs>
0: she got into a better school, is Yeah, what yeah. she was like, okay. Oh,
1: I'm going to be a star. And oh, hell yeah, she was. Like, before she was even finished there, she got Jane Seymour in Wolf Hall. While she was still at the Guild at Guildhall, and there was some mild controversy following the initial airing of Wolf Hall after some historians described her as too pretty to play what? Henry VIII's oh third wife. Oh my god, stop and policing
0: people's bodies. I,
1: seriously, and then the criticism was disregarded by several critics who praised her performance and naming her the Star of Tomorrow. And she's gone on to War and Peace, Peaky Blinders, The Crown. She was the assistant in the first season to, who is the Elizabeth? prime minister?
0: Uh, well, there's uh, two prime ministers in the beginning. Winston of the Churchill. Con- yeah, there's Churchill. Okay. She,
1: she was also in the 2019 Downton Abbey movie, which was, she played Princess Mary. Okay. And and then, of course, this show, which has been really big for her.
0: All right, Hurd. Who else we got?
1: Well, we also have Ansu Kapia, if I'm pronouncing his name correctly. He played Moses and he's done some fun stuff, clearly a theater actor. He played Tybalt in the Brana Theater Live, Romeo and Juliet in 2016. Mm-hmm. He was in Sandman, or he's in Sandman right now. Oh, in wow. Okay. He plays Ruthven Sykes. He was also in an episode of The Irregulars. He's also had roles in Murder on the Orient Express. He was in that. He was in Fast and Furious Presents, Hobbs and Shaw. And he's done some short films, of course. But I, th- I think it's going to be really exciting seeing him in The Sandman. And it doesn't seem like he is actually in season two or three.
0: Really? Really? So, That's too bad. Because yeah. he, like, A, that character, like, you need that kind of balanced character. Like, again, this is the character who has one foot in the underworld and one foot in the... In, in the land of the righteous. Yeah. But also like he's, he is a bit of a foil for Eliza's attention, if not affection, but definitely attention for, with, with the Duke. Yeah. So I would, and also I just also want to point out like the Duke has a nice voice, but he also, what, tell me his name again.
1: Ansu kabia
0: Ansu also has an amazing voice. Yeah. Like it's, butter and it doesn't sound as if he's actually jamaican but he puts on that jamaican accent and just like how he like just i could listen to him all day i'll just say that Yeah,
1: i mean shakespearean actor yeah absolutely yes clearly yeah and the duke is played by stewart and the duke is played by stewart martin and he is a for real scotsman Uh, he's definitely
0: got that accent that is a great great i'm sorry like they may sweeten his breathing but they did not need to sweeten that accent he is mm, sorry good good timbre (laughs) to his voice there
1: yes yeah definitely has it and like he's always like tired or hungover tired again bloody sweet yes sweetening his like (laughs) because he's just struggling through everything he was in medici he had a great role i want to go back and listen to that like did you did he do an italian accent Mm. for that or did he do rp i don't know
0: it's a me the
1: duke (laughs) oh god (laughs) you can make a joke as i guess you're italian
0: that's me that's me that's a Mario joke, is what that is. Yeah, that is yeah. from Super Mario Brothers. That is not any whatever. Please go on.
1: He was recently in Army of Thieves. He played Brad Cage, which he did a Brad lot. of Brad
0: Cage. For. Yes, of course. Brad Cage was in Army of Thieves. Do
1: you know what? Do you know what Brad Cage? <laughs> no, I have no is? idea. Oh, but it's that's, a such, a, that's such a that's a Snyder movie. Oh a
0: God! Schneider. Of course it is. Yes.
1: Um, he was in Game of Thrones. He played Morgan's friend. I don't know who Mark is. I don't remember. He was in a show called Hatfields and McCoys. And he's also done a lot of video game voices. So that gravelly Scott's voice probably gets him a lot of... So maybe
0: what I'm hearing is maybe they didn't sweeten his voice. Maybe he's just such a good vocal actor and he knows what he's got that he's just like, where's my mic? Where's my mic? Am I I loved up in this or is there a boom? Where's the boom? Okay. (laughs) And he's just like, he's like breathing towards the boom mic.
1: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) He went to the Royal Conservatoire of Scotland.
0: Wow. And he is
1: married to an actress that he met at a Christmas party at the National Theater Bar. How fun.
0: You know what? Good job, good yeah. job, you.
1: They met at a bar. We met at a. We also kind of met at a bar.
0: I mean, I mean, we met at a RIP theater after XA party. Theater. Oh.
1: Right. Soon. Oh. Yeah.
0: Soon, so.
1: I mean, we yeah we went to the club after. Right. The,
0: we met at the theater, and then the we went theater. to the club afterwards.
1: Yeah, but it was kind of the bar of the theater. Kind of. Because it was the. Yeah. Lo- yeah. Lobby. No, bar. you're right. It was the lobby I, bar. I don't sure. know if they were serving at the time, but so maybe it doesn't count. I don't know. Also. I think she's five four and he's six two. I mean, this is typical in film. Yeah. But I just keep looking at them and being like, "What's she standing on? What's he <laughs> standing on? What's happening here?" Oh, she—he's—he's he's laying on the couch so that he looks more right. Like at right. He's sitting. Her to, level. He's sitting
0: down at his desk and she's standing up talking to him so they they can appear to be the same height.
1: Yeah. Or it's somehow equal eye level. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of ridiculous. Aw. Yeah. Yeah. I mean those are so those are some fun things about the show. There
0: you go. All right. Well, we hope you had fun with it. We had fun with it. We're looking forward to seeing season 2 on PBS when it comes out. And we're looking forward to our next episode when I will try and if not stop Jessica's win streak, at least try to like start a win streak of my own. Good I don't think I have girl. a
1: win streak.
0: I don't know. About? It feels like you've been cleaning up lately and I'm just and I am oof, I'm having to come up with all kinds of prop bets just to maybe like save face over here.
1: <laughs> well, good luck. I'm coming for you. <laughs> or I guess you're you're coming for That's
0: me. That's right. And her. Game face. Game face her. Here we go. <laughs> Until then, we'll see you then.
1: Bye. See you later, bye. <laughs> everybody. Thanks for listening. We really appreciate it.
0: And now we want to hear from you.
1: Tell us your guesses, your scores,
0: your insider info, your favorite logic cop catches,
1: and your suggestions for what shows we should watch next. Follow us
0: and join the fun on Twitter at Dunnit or on
1: Instagram and Facebook at Dunnit Podcast.
0: Rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts to help get the word out.
1: Because watching TV is always Always better better with with friends. I just didn't want to admit to it because that was $10 that I was not entitled I
0: needed that, to. I needed that $10 to pay to polish my handsome cab.
1: Yeah. And that's why I was acting guilty. Yes. Because yeah. I wanted a barouche.
0: I needed that barouche.
1: Instead of the handsome cab. Yeah. Yeah. So. Handsome
0: cab. I, I feel like handsome cab should be like, like the gay icon of Thomas the Tank Engine's world. <laughs> Handsome cab. Well hello, Thomas the Tank Engine. Can I put my coal in your Tinder? Oh
1: my goodness. (laughs) Uh, Swipe right. (laughs)